First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. On the line right now, a great singer, uh, Ryan Noble <laughs> from CNN. That's a big, a big. You got Van Morrison in the studio with you he this is, morning, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that, Ryan. I very, do very good. Um, uh, he's he's here just spending the week with us, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you know what Morrissey is? The Morrissey parody song. Do you know what that is? Well, I know Morrissey, the singer, right? The former frontman of the Smiths, right? Well, that's uh, got to be it. That's got to be it. Okay, Rock yeah. from the 90s. Yeah, well, let's listen. Let's listen. Everyone is horrid except me and possibly you is the title. Here it is. Every day I try to smile but can't help but frown Every day I draw my bath and pray I will drown Oh, <laughs> I step out my door and I take a deep breath, turn back inside and pray for my death. Because everyone is horrid except me and possibly you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's definitely more the, yeah, more that is. the Smith. Yep, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> well, good morning, Ryan Obels. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, Bill. It's uh, going to be a very, very busy day in Washington today. A lot All of right. things happening. Uh, first uh, big thing happening at nine o'clock this morning. Well, what do you think? Uh, she's uh, Cheney is um, she's definitely in in trouble, but she is not going away quietly here. Yeah, and, and I you know I think it's interesting. Um, you know, we saw her give a speech uh, late last night on the House floor where she basically doubled down on her criticism of, of Donald Trump. Uh, suggested that his continuing to peddle, you know, his falsehoods about the election is a, a existential threat to democracy. Uh, I don't think it's going to change any of the minds of the people in the Republican conference. Um, you know, I think they've pretty much settled on the idea that her continuing to speak openly about her, uh, you know, concerns about Donald Trump is, is damaging to party unity and that the person in that role, the number three ranking House Republican, needs to be uh, a voice for all the Republicans, not just her, and yeah. uh, so they're ready to move on. You know, I, I, I was thinking about this a lot this week. I actually had a pretty lengthy conversation with Congresswoman Tenney yesterday uh, about this situation, and it, it occurred to me that for you guys in the Utica area, upstate New York, uh, this is a pretty significant story because you have Elise Stefanik, who mm-hmm. you know represents a big swath of, of northern New York. She's got a, a part of Herkimer County in her district. She's going to become the number three ranking uh, House Republican, the most powerful Republican woman in the country, and, and she represents a big portion of your listening audience. So this is a big story for you locally um, as and, we see this play out over the next couple of days. And, Ryan, she may end up, um, you know, there's a, always a lot of talk about um, the uh, expansion of NY22, uh, and the talk is always about CatCo, and will there be a race between Tenney and CatCo? As, uh, chances are they, they combine the districts if uh, the state is not successful in their lawsuit over the census. But, you know, the other part of this is you're probably going to see some creep coming from 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 uh, Stefanik's district as well. And somewhere in the middle, it'll it'll they'll butt up against each other. I, I think you're absolutely right. And, and I wonder, you know, the way that district has gone in past redistrictings, you know, it seems to have gone further and further south, uh, you know, particularly into portions of the Mohawk Valley, mm-hmm. as evidenced by the fact that she is part of Herkimer County. You know, the one thing that Oneida County has been able to do very successfully over the last through couple of redistrictings is keep that Oneida County completely intact. You know, mm-hmm. it's never yeah. been split up between 
different congressional districts. And Oneida County has also been very fortunate to have the member, the member of Congress that represents Oneida County in whatever the district number is actually live in Oneida County. If you go back all the way, you know, right. to Sherry Bullard and before. So, um, it, you know, I do think that this particular redistricting is the biggest threat to that consistency for Oneida County and the Utica area in particular as to whether or not you're going to see the Tenney district broke up in a way that, uh, you know, a portion of Oneida County goes one way and maybe another part of it goes another way. And then uh, by extension, maybe you lose Oneida County as uh, having a specific representative. But to your point, there is a good chance that Stefanik's district becomes even more part of central New York and more part of the Mohawk Valley. So, you know, her taking on this role, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, in my time covering politics in, in central New York, you know, Congressman Bullard was a committee chair uh, for the you know latter part of his career, he was the chair of the science committee. But I don't know if there's ever been a member of Congress that's had as that uh, big uh, a, a job representing that area in, yeah. in at least the recent you know modern uh, history yeah, of uh, yeah. politics in this area. So and Andrew, well, and, and the redistricting is because of a 87 count shortage. Well, uh, which I'm, is, I'm which still crazy. I'm still um, hopeful that you may see the uh, the the lawsuit because. Uh, Cuomo is is suing over this. Um, I, I'm still confident that you may see New York not le- lose that congressional seat. I mean, I I do think you know this was such an odd year on so many fronts, in particularly the way the the census counting went yep. was also yep. very controversial. You know, they just you know normally the way they count the census is people go physically go door to door and knock on people's doors to make sure that they're counted if they don't respond to surveys. And that was something that the census takers just weren't able to do this year because right. of COVID. I know because my father was, you know, he's retired now, so he's always mm-hmm. odd jobs. And that was one of the things he was going to do is be a census counter. And he could only do it for a week because he just was physically impossible because yeah. of COVID. So I, you know, there is perhaps some grounds for making a case for that. Uh, but, you know, the census, is a pretty, you know, the census is uh, constitutionally authorized. So it'll be interesting to see what legal ground Cuomo has to stand on. But, you know, to Andrew's point, the margin was so tight. That right, you, right. You yeah. think there'd at least be some level of discussion about it. Well, well what, what I was going to say is it's interesting just, you know, for Elise Stefanik, everybody thought she would be one of the people that would try to challenge Cuomo. But if she gets this position, that's that's off the table, I would imagine, 100%. She's not uh, going to run for think. governor. She's already yeah. said that she's yeah. not going to run for governor. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, and the other part. Let's not forget who's going to be uh, doing the uh, the redistricting when it's done. Uh, this is going to be done by Democrats in a way that is going to uh, they're they're going to try to protect some uh, like the twenty second. Uh, if it were to remain, I think they are going to try to position it so it's far more democratic than uh, maybe leaning Democrat as opposed to leaning Republican. I think you're right. Uh, but, I, you know, the, the problem is, uh, you know, as the way that the last couple of redistricting cycles have gone, they've carved up upstate New York so much you're right. and, yep. and limit the Republican gains that there isn't much space left to go. Like, right. you know, if you, look at, if you look at the CACO district, you look at the Tenney district, and you look at the Stefanik district, it's like, how can you make any of those? I mean, one of them is going to have to become more Republican and less Democrat. I don't know exactly what population center you draw in to make either, you know, because basically Caco's district already has a big chunk of Syracuse. Yeah. I, I, you yeah. Know, the question is, where do you draw from to find a, you know, a, you know, a, a grouping of Democratic voters? Um, I think they're going to have a hard time doing that. So, um, you know, I, I think 
especially the Kako and and, Steph- and uh, Tenney districts, those are going to remain toss-up districts. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. no matter how they configure it, uh, the question is whether or not they they put a situation where Kako and Tenney have to run against each other, or maybe Tenney has to run against Stefanik or something like that. But I, you know, I, I, I the idea that they could become more democratic, I think, is going to be pretty hard. Yeah. And I got to say that um, if let's say it's let's say it's Katko and uh, and Tenney primarying each other, um, I would have to say at this point, based on some of Katko's uh, votes against President Trump, I got to tell you, I think that you'd see in a Republican primary Claudia Tenney with a with a definite advantage there. The problem well, is once she wins the primary, what happens then? It's a great point, and this is this something that's going to play out, right, in yeah. in congressional districts all across the country. What's interesting about Katko is, you know, he voted to impeach President Trump. He was one of only 10 that voted to impeach the second yep. time. But now, and he was also one of Liz Cheney's stalwart defenders when we went through this the first mm-hmm. time around. Now, this in this incarnation of it, he's already come out in support of Elise Stefanik. Now, he's kind of tried to have it both ways. He said that he's only going to support... Stefanik, if Cheney's pushed out, he's not said whether or not he's going to vote Cheney out. But this, you know, he's already positioning himself to kind of make that transition yeah. into, yeah. you know, loyal Republican soldier. And, and I think when Katko is somebody who just doesn't want to talk about it anymore, yep. he made the vote. He, unlike Cheney, who every opportunity she gets and when she's asked the question, she, uh, you know, continues to double down on her concerns about Trump's role in the Republican Party. My colleague Annie Grayer ran into Katko yesterday and tried to ask him about Cheney, and he just said, I, you know, now's not the time to talk about this. So he, he would prefer <laughs> to talk about the policies, the future right. of the Republican Party as a conservative movement. He doesn't want to talk about Trump anymore, and it's for that exact reason yeah, you're talking yeah. about, Bill. All right, interesting. We'll see what comes out of all of this today, Ryan. Thank you. All right, guys, have a good one. Go Mets, six in a row. Go Mets, absolutely. We don't have to all win right. by by runs. This is as long as we win. No, we squeak it out with, right. you know, Infield hits in the ninth inning or bases loaded walk is a walk great way in, to win. Walk them in. I like that. That's always a good way to win. <laughs> who, who knew that you needed a ground ball a dribbler specialist for a late inning game? I know. But the yeah. Mets, you know, yeah. smartly picked somebody up that can do that. That's they can right. Hit a grounder yeah. uh, into the ground that just gives the runner from third enough time to score. It works. And, uh, you know, let's see, six in a row. Today's Matt Harvey Day. So that's uh, that's old-fashioned National League baseball right there, baby. That's right. You know, there was, a right. Game, there was a game last week, Ryan, where the Mets left 17 runners on base, stranded 17 yeah. runners. And if this population declines, that will be more than the number of <laughs> members of Congress that we have in New York State. Yes, yes. Uh, that's very funny. Oh. All right, good stuff. Uh, good. Afternoon right. game today, by the way, Ryan. Yes, I know. Yeah, and Harvey's pitching, yep. right? Yep, yep. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I hope we pummel him. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right.